This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing and critique, Effervescence, a.k.a. Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine. And me, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. And this week's edition of This Bites, Got a lot to talk about, a lot of great events right before the holidays to get into, including some uh, a New Year's Eve event celebrating Filipino cuisine. Can't wait to talk about that. We also have uh, some information about where you can get some French-Canadian Christmas meat pies, if you were wondering uh, I was. about that. Then also some really cool uh, events happening at Trey Rivoli and the annual Dickens Dinner at the Grain Exchange to... Uh, to round off uh, this week's edition of This Bites. We're going to kick it off with football. Packers, Bears this Sunday. Aaron wow. Rodgers versus oh Chicago's... I don't know who's... I haven't been watching Chicago's quarterback. I don't know. I think Chicago's terrible this year. I don't know. But Packers-Bears, kind of this big rivalry um, that I didn't grow up with, but I have, I have, I've gone to uh, witness how deep this rivalry is. Uh, but to celebrate or... To kind of celebrate alongside that uh, game this coming Sunday, Boone and Crockett is doing something really special called Spoon and Crockpot. It is a kind of a annual slow food social that takes place this Sunday at Boone and Crockett over on Water Street from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, so it's a food uh, kind of drink event, all you can eat for one low price. Uh, and it features food from a, a lot of restaurants, including Amalinda, Bad English, which is that truck right outside of Boone and Crockett, mm-hmm. Don's Diner, uh, Font Leroy, Good Kind, Hacienda Beer Company, Hatched Bakery, Corbell, Maya's Ophelia does this great vegan stuff. Pete's Pop's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Snack Boys, of course, Snack Boys, because they're kind of Boone and Crockett kind of Snack little. Boys, I, we, we should find out soon. When they're update. moving? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vanguard, Saucy Swine. Uh, so this is all taking place. Uh, there's a ticket price, and it includes unlimited food plus uh, one beer or one cocktail including that price. Uh, but all the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds, will benefit a really cool organization called the Milwaukee River Keeper this Sunday. And it'll be happening during the, uh, the rivalry between the Packers and Bears. Uh, my football team is just terrible, so I'm not even going to talk about them at all. Go Pack, right? Go pack, go. Go pack, pass. So, so, but why are you wearing a Chicago hat then? Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Very you know, funny. No, so. no, I would not be wearing a Chicago hat. Drake's just trying to stir something up. I don't know. You, you were talking stuff about the Packers earlier, like you know, like you like. Was I? But I know you have a huge crush on Aaron Rodgers, don't you? Oh, it's just yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. <laughs> I can't even talk about it because it's. I'm so sensitive about it. So the question I have, when they really say it says it's a slow food thing, so or like the food is just not fast; it's slow. So are, are these restaurants providing kind of dishes in a crock pot? It doesn't really say. It does not really say. We can only um, speculate. Speculate. Yeah. I I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. Also, there will be um a fifty fifty raffle and prizes and mm-hmm. dessert bar upstairs. Um, over there at Boone and Crockett. Sounds like a really good fit. Uh, if you want to you want to find a place to watch the game, since this is a big kind of rivalry been going on for almost, what, 100 years or something ridiculous? Um, yeah. 
coming up, we'll continue our conversation here on Despites with uh, uh, the Dickens Dinner, a, a Filipino New Year's Eve feast, and more. We'll be right back on Despites. Support for this Bites comes from your membership and society insurance, an insurance company serving up a smorgasbord of coverages to restaurants and bars. Society Insurance offers restaurants and bar owners tailored insurance options. A full menu of society's coverages, as well as risk prevention tips, are available at societyinsurance.com. We're back here on This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast, and Tariq. We're going to continue our conversation with uh, another benefit. Uh, that's a really cool benefit, benefiting the Milwaukee's Women's Center. Can you can, can you elaborate on that, Anne? Sure. They're, um, they're going to be about 15 or so women bakers, chefs, and makers who are going to come together for the Holy Serpent Bake Sale, which is today, December 13th. Friday 13th. Yeah. 5 cool. to 9 p.m. And it's it's held at the Musa Church Art Studio, which is at 2114 9th Avenue in South Milwaukee. And the bake sale will feature specialty baked goods um, that are packaged for purchase by the dozen. There's going to be a DJ in the choir balcony. There are going to be raffle prizes. Um, and uh, it's a, it's, th- this is going to be a benefit for Milwaukee Women's Center, which is a resource that uh, helps uh, women, men, and children whose lives have been affected by de- domestic violence. Mm, good cause. Is, yeah, a really good cause. And, and as well as homelessness, homelessness, mental health issues, mm. and poverty. So you want to know who some of these chefs yes, are? Yeah, I do. Oh, I, I do too. So Lisa Kirkpatrick of Good Kind, who's a pastry chef. Katie O'Neill of Milk Bottle Bakery. We know that's a mm-hmm. new business yes. that's going to be coming to the Third Street Market. Uh, Jaceline Latin Monocle of JVR Hospitality Group. She used to run the bakery Batches. Alicia McQuaid of Sir La Table, which is a culinary store. Mm-hmm. And should I name one more? I'll yeah, name, one more, name yeah. one. Annie Dinkelman of Odd Duck. Cool. And that's this evening. Yeah. Where again? Five to nine at the uh, Musa Church Art Studio in South Milwaukee. So get some amazing, tasty baked treats for an amazing, necessary cause. Cool. Next, uh, we're going to talk about uh, fish. Fish. You like seafood and fish. I love fish. Yeah. So Trey Vivali, uh, you, you brought this to me, uh, doing a Feast of the Seven Fishes. Trey Vivali, of course, is the restaurant at the Kimpton Journey. Is it Journeyman, right? Yes. Journeyman. But Trey Vivali, the restaurant there, is doing something called, again, Feast of the Seven Fishes uh, from December 17th to 23rd. Uh, give me some highlights. What's, what's, what's um, what they will be well, serving? Well, the menu, so they have a different fish every one of those nights. So between the 17th and the 23rd, they have something different. Starting out on the 17th with baked salt cod. You can So you, when you go there, you can order one of these specials. You could go every night for over a week and try something different, which would be cool. On the 18th, jumbo shrimp marsala. On December 19th, linguine and clams. The 20th, crab stu- stuffed lobster tail. Should mm. I keep going here? Yeah. You're... 21st, pan-seared scallops. December 22nd, chipino. I'm a big That's fan a of soup. chipino. It's a right. stew. It's a seafood, seafood stew. stew yeah. And finally on the 23rd, slow-roasted salmon. Cool. So if you're uh, uh, craving some uh, seafood, this is, sounds like a great opportunity. 
over at Treva Valley, kicking off on December 17th. The chef is Heather Terhune. Yes. Next, coming up, we're, we're running through these here on This Bites. Charles Dickens, you know, legendary author. Yeah, great Christmas, Great Expectations. Tale of Two, what's it, uh, yeah, Tale of Two, two Cities. cities. Um, the, the Grand Estates, Bartolotta Group, are doing their annual Dickens Dinner, which kicks off December 18th, goes to the 21st. Uh, each dinner starts at 6.15. as a three-course dinner and includes unlimited beer, wine, and a cash cocktail bar and a customized ornament gift. Oh, how charming. Yeah. So the three courses include uh, a Dickens salad, dry fruits, Stilton cheese, pecans. Uh, my eyesight is so And bad. a citrus vinaigrette over citrus, masculine yeah. green. Should I keep going for yeah. you, Tariq, since your eyes are hurting you so much? Uh, the entree is a classic prime rib au jus, topped with fried parsnips, chive creme fraiche with potatoes, and sautéed green green beans. It's a very mm. classic dinner. And then it's followed by a dessert of warm bread pudding with cherries and chocolate, topped with vanilla ice cream and a warm rum caramel sauce. So this, yeah, this sounds, if you like this, you want to really get into the holiday spirit, this sounds like a perfect kind of dinner to kick off the holidays with. Again, that starts off next week at the Grange. And just to tell you, to get, they'll really be getting you in the mood for the holidays, and especially a Dickens holiday, because they're going to have readings from A Christmas Carol, uh-huh. from Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, and professional Christmas carol- carolers dressed in period costumes. So if you're that type of person or a family that like really gets into it, this sounds like the perfect opportunity to get into the holiday spirit. Yeah. Well, humbug, right? Oh. Well, Scrooge. I, no, I know, I know, and that's from A Christmas Carol, but I, I felt like you were kind of I guess I should be there, because I'm that, the Scrooge. Uh, People call me the Scrooge, so I, I probably should be there, right? Well, <laughs> why don't you, why don't you, you know, why don't you change that perception? You well, could, you could be like... I kind of like it. You do? Okay. Yeah, like so I was helping so actors like playing bad guys. It's not fun playing a hero. It's kind of boring to play the hero, Right. That's not true. And all a hero can never be complex and different. A villain can be De- complex. Look at Deadpool. Well, Deadpool is not really a hero. He's, he's a anti-hero. He's still he's still got hero in the name. It's, but he's not a pure hero in a sense, right? And even the comic books, he's not really a true hero in the sense of a hero. All right. He has a conscience, you know. He has a conscience. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's complex. But you, have, right. you know, but you see how all the other characters are trying to tell him not to do certain things, like you can't kill people or whatever. He's like, I don't care. It's, mm. it's a gray area. He's a kind of a gray area kind of character, which I can appreciate. Okay. The so heroes have to stand by rules. Villains. They don't. They make their own rules. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> on that note, next up, staying on the uh, holiday tip, Lazy Susan is doing uh, a kind of really kind of interesting thing. They're doing a kind of a, um, they're offering French-Canadian Christmas meat pies, which are, what's the, how you pronounce that? I think it's pronounced tourtière. It's yeah. A, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what that translates to. Maybe it translates to meat pie. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know that term, but so going now it through looks the, pretty good. Yeah, so going down through 18, you can order one of these pies to take home to serve during the holidays. On the last day you can order them is on the 18th. So they're basically these pies are basically fooled with uh, a butter crust, 
pork, potatoes, onions, spice with nutmeg, cinnamon, and allspice inside. They're eight inches. They also offer a gluten-free version, too, for those people who are uh, gluten allergy or don't want to have gluten in your diet. Uh, the pies can be frozen and unbaked, and you can bake at a later date. Otherwise, pies will come par-baked, so partially baked. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the last day to order these pies is on the 18th at Lazy Susan. So if you're looking for something different and unique for the holidays, that sounds like a good option there mm-hmm. over at Lazy Susan. And finally, this is really cool. New Year's Eve is around the corner. 2020. Can you believe it's 2020? Uh, no. But it's a little easier to say. Than 2019? Kind of. Yeah. 2020. 2020 seems like a like a letdown. Well, it's also a TV show, too. Like, doesn't 20, the year 2020 sounds like a letdown? All the movies and films that talk about 2020, flying cars, and you're, like, going to 2020 is, like, bird scooters. <laughs> well, consider when <laughs> like I Like, what the future is supposed right, to be. Right, but consider when I was a kid and, um, you know, back in the 1930s. No. Well, <laughs> okay, so you were a kid, too, at this time. Do you remember when 2010, A Space Odyssey, came out? 2001. Oh, it was 2001. Space Odyssey. That's right. Okay, I wasn't born when it came out. It came out in 1969, didn't it? It did? Yeah. Well, then I wasn't born yet either. <laughs> I was I was months old. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, Space Odyssey was like 69, I think. But, but think about what what the the thought would have been about what 2001 yeah. was going to be like. But you I don't know. know. But 2020 is that year. That. It's, it's, it's such a big, big year, right? Yeah. That number. I don't know. Like the future, like when I think of when you're a kid, 2020, flying cars, teleportation. Right, it's like the Jetsons or something. But we have rentable scooters. <laughs> What's the future? Rentable scooters. Where's my flying car, man? Anyway, but you know, we have, think about it, but some of the things are, you know, like CDs are gone and like all the music is in the digital, the cloud. So some things seems futuristic, but it just then I won't get rid of my CDs, by the way. Oh, but I, I don't. Have, I am dumping my CDs. I got so many CDs I haven't looked at. Do you have a CD player in your car? I don't use it. Oh, okay, I'm just asking because yeah. now they they don't make cars with yeah. them anymore. But so I guess that's somewhat future. But I expect a more bold vision. Yeah. Right. Something bolder than not having CDs. Flying cars, yeah, like you know. We'd be talking through telepathy, telepathy, right? Like you know, we, you and I, do that from time to time. <laughs> we already do that. We, have, we would have chips in our brain. Well, that's coming soon, anyway. So we both have the eighty-eight-nine chip in our brain. <laughs> Happily, it was something that Jordan put in mind when I started yeah. here. Yeah, tracking us. Okay, so what are we going to talk about here? We've got so something Eve, pretty damn cool. So we got we're gonna we're gonna probably do a roundup of New Year's Eve dinners. Yeah. But this one just came out because I'm, I'm gonna bet it's gonna sell it really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the sibling uh, sibling founders Matthew and Alex of Meat on the Street, so tasty, tasty, tasty. We'll be doing a new dining experience called um, Kamayan and Ken New Year Eve. Kamayan is kind of this traditional uh, Filipino feast that's that you eat with your hands. Mm-hmm. And it's like served on, but traditionally served on banana leaves, and yeah. it's kind of communal dining, and it's mounds and mounds of all types of amazing uh, Filipino dishes, from pork to seafood to lumpias, which are rolls, and just you just go all in. I've seen videos of this, and it looks there was a video of a, one in Chicago that happened, I think, earlier this year, and it just looked fabulous. It looks so good. So they're gonna do this here, uh, meet on a street, gonna do it New Year's Eve. There'll be several seatings. Um, that day, starting at 4 and going all the way to 8.45. Looks like there's 
multiple seating opportunities. So oh, yeah. each dining time is about between an hour and hour and a half. Um, and uh, I'm assuming the tickets are on sale now. Uh huh. Um, we'll post a link to that over at our website at radiomilwaukee.org/slash this bites. Did you mention where it's going to be held? Oh. No, because I, I, I don't want people to go. I just want to go by myself. <laughs> you just want all the food. <laughs> it's going to be uh, where Meat on the Street is located at uh, the 1125 building, which is 1125 North 9th Street, Milwaukee. That's in the, near the you know Paps Brewery, mm-hmm. that area over there. Um, so, again, that's New Year's Eve. And so I'm just looking at pictures of traditional, like, it's crazy. Like, there's, like, sausages and lumpias. There's lechon, which is, like, the, the suckling pig. With that crispy skin, um, there's rice, there's fruit, there's vegetables, there's soupy dishes like adobo or chicken stew, traditionally speaking. But it's interesting history. Um, it's starting to, I guess, as a military. Uh, it has roots in Philippine military feasting, where soldiers, regardless of rank, would gather around the table and engage in food combat. So I guess that's where it comes from. There's also desserts. There's like apparently there's. I'm just reading some typically mounds of rice, grilled fish, squid, pork, chicken, steamed shellfish, salted eggs, uh, vegetables like okra, bok choy, cucumbers. But I'm not sure what yeah, they're going to serve. Sure what they're going to do. This is just something traditionally. Yeah. Some people you might see at this type of dish. Again, mm-hmm. there's no silverware. You eat with your hands, and it seems really fun. It seems like probably 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 could be one of the coolest New Year's Eve dinner. You know, I was talking to Alexa over the phone not that long ago, and she was talking about wanting to do something like this. And growing up, her father is, um, uh, of, he's of Filipino descent, and, um, he, you know, when he, she and her brothers were growing up, that's the way they would eat, you know, with their hands, very traditionally. Mm. And, you know, here we're so proper, I think, yeah. mostly, right? Unless you're eating a burger and fries or yeah, something or like that. Yeah, fried chicken. And even there's fried some people, chicken, yeah. I've never seen some people eat those things with a fork and knife, yeah. and I just want to slap them, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know. But it, it can be really hard to, to get utensils out of people's hands. Yeah. You know, you think of uh, Somali food is, is meant to be eaten. Ethiopian, Somali. And, yeah. Yeah. But this sounds like such a great thing to do on New Year's Eve. Yeah. As far as a dinner. I think it sounds really fun. So, again, we post links and everything we talked about over at RadioMilwaukee.org slash this bites. Oh, before we close out with our slogan... Purple Door. I don't know if they're still offering. Offers oh, Malort yeah. ice cream. I was you supposed know, to get a pint. I, it's so funny because... I, I think they're listening to us. I thought... So Tariq sent me a text uh, saying that he, he found out that Purple Door was doing Malort ice cream. And I thought he was. I thought it was a joke. No one I hit really me up and told me they got thought some. thought it was a joke. Nobody did? Someone hit me up and told oh, me they got oh. some. And what did they say? They what said they, say they like? liked it. Did, do you think it had a really strong Malort flavor? If you put a lot of sugar and cream in anything, yeah. it probably be it's probably it's gonna taste all right, you know. I wonder if that was just a one shot deal. For I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious if they were inspired by us. If they were, that's a shame that they didn't drop by. Because I know you, you didn't get the idea of, out of your. You got it from us. I know that for sure. <laughs> I know the Malort cocktail competition. They got mm-hmm. it from us. Yeah. No well, invitation. That, that goes without saying. Yeah. You know, you're like if you. you we just we just need to act on our baby onesies. With you know, if you're going to do this and not give us credit, like, come on. You know where you got the idea from. Okay. Anyway. We are still looking for a graphic designer, however, to design our yeah. T-shirts and baby onesies. Baby onesies. Um, You know, with the baby bottle. The baby Malort bottle. of Malort, yeah. But not, not call it Malort for the babies. 
We won't call it Malort? No, we're going to make a Malort for babies. It won't be alcohol. Oh, it'll, it'll just be, be like a non-alcoholic Malort? Version of Malort, yeah. Oh, gosh. See, I was going to be even worse. I was just going to be like, yeah, just give him some Malort. You want well, we to be re- sleep, give him some Malort. We're going to be responsible. You know? I know. You're right. You're right. We're adults. Anyway. this bites, think about the children. Yes. This Bites, produced by Kenny Perez, handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the licensed lab with support from Society Insurance and generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, NPR, iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere, anywhere you get your podcasts. And as always, stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. And Purple Door already did that with their ice cream. So, Yeah. yeah. Creamy, too. Creamy malort. Interesting. All right. <laughs> Have a good one, Tariq. You, too. Thanks.